welcome to Croxley Green Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Well, continue on with this series, Knowing Me, Knowing You, looking at godly uh, relationships. And today we want to look at the subject of Sabbath. Now, I don't think in our modern world we do Sabbath very well. I mean, I'm not talking about losing one day that was special. We kind of lost that maybe 20, 30 years ago. For most people, Sundays are a day like any other, filled with leisure and shopping and actually just catching up with the busyness of the week. No, I think I'm talking about that word busyness. Life, for many people, has felt too full for quite a while. Sometimes it, it just seems, actually, there's always something else to do. And I'm not just talking about people who are active in work or in education and in college. I'm talking about all of us. I don't know how many times I've been told over the last 20 years by retired people that they don't know how they found time to go to work. This activity seems to stretch from the cradle to, well, the grave, really. But of course, lockdown's changed a lot of, of that. So is this, might we call this, a Sabbath moment? Well, I'm I'm not sure about that because lots of people are still working, working from home or the key workers in our hospitals, schools and maintaining our infrastructure and our shopping network. Uh, They often have more work to do as they fill in the gaps of the people who are off ill. Or maybe you're at home juggling work and education Or maybe you're trying to care for people who are shut in. There is still much activity to go along. And you know, those Zoom meetings, although it's great to see people, they are exhausting. They are exhausting. More exhausting than face-to-face meetings. See, Sabbath is about rest. And this doesn't feel very restful or energising. There's a sense of anxiety that's linked to the loss of familiar patterns that we have in our lives, linked to isolation and aloneness, an uncertainty over what life will be when we start to ease lockdown and start to approach normality, whatever that might be. Anxiety because people have lost patterns in their life and purposeness which comes from that. And yet even if this is not Sabbath, Maybe we can learn something about Sabbath through it and from it. The idea of Sabbath comes from the creation stories at the start of the Bible in Genesis. The passage that we've had read to us from Deuteronomy chapter 5 points to those and speaks of those things. It speaks about the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested. God rested. And this led for uh, the Bible to talk about having one day that was special out of all the others. But there is debate about that in its pages, especially in the early church. In, In Romans chapter 15, Paul writes to the early church and says, one person considers one day more sacred than any other. Others consider every day alike, hopefully sacred. Although I think sometimes without the focus of one special day, we can easily lose a sense of the sacredness of life. And I think that's happened to us in our society to a large degree. And maybe that's at the point of Sabbath, keeping the sacredness of life in focus and keeping us connected with that. 
We can think about that by asking a question. Who is Sabbath for? Is it for God? Is it for us? Or is it for the wider world in which we live? Well, is Sabbath for God? Well, he started it. He uh, set that last day of creation as a moment of rest. It's called a holy day, a characteristic of God. And it's a day that we, and to be honest, cultures around the world, Christian and non-Christian, have set aside as a time of worship and taking time to focus on God. As human beings, as we talked about a few weeks ago, we're made in God's image. Do you remember we took those selfies of one another just to remind us that each of us has something uh, that reflects something of God in our lives and being? We're made in God's image and part of God's being includes rest, including Sabbath in our lives, honours God's creative intention for us. Sabbath days and Sabbath moments are acts of worship beyond our songs, beyond our prayers, beyond our patterns of, of gathering. They say that we need our relationship with God for our life to be well. Sabbath is for God, but Sabbath is for us and ourselves too. Deuteronomy starts with Sabbath being for God, but quickly moves on to talking about people in households, you, your families, your children, your wives, your servants, your animals even. It involves the whole household. They are told not to work, but to rest. It says something about our value before God, the value of all, whatever place and part you play within household or in society. It speaks of knowing a value in life beyond gaining money and wealth. That the rich do not get richer on the backs of the exhausted poor. That all of us know we have a value beyond the normal activities of what we do. Of recognising that and valuing that. Sabbath is about human flourishing and well-being and Jesus Stories of Jesus that Luke tells about Jesus' attitude to Sabbath speaks of that. You see, picking food uh, and healing were considered as work by those who held that the Sabbath should be a very special day, different to all others. A day set aside with no work to honour God. Their intentions were good. They wanted to be truthful and honour the words of the Bible, the instructions of God. But it seems that Jesus had a different way of looking at that. For Jesus, honouring God meant a focus on people and their well-being. And any practice in our church life, in our cultural life, which wrings the life out of people, that's not Sabbath. Maybe Sabbath lockdown isn't sabbath but in some ways in this third area of the world maybe we see something of sabbath in it it's having an impact upon the natural world around us the skies are bluer because there are low contrails or less contrails in the sky there is less pollution in our cities my neighbor the other day was telling me that at the bottom of Baldwin's Lane on the way into Watford just as you go over the two rivers over the canal 
uh, uh, two bridges over the canal and the river. The oaks there, the leaves are much greener than they have been in previous years. You're, normally in the spring they come out and they start to curl up and go brown at the edges. Probably because of the pollution from the cars that pass that way each day. That's not happening this year. We're hearing birdsong. As I was sitting in my office this morning with the back door open, I heard the red kites crying as they soared overhead. And maybe I've told you before in other moments, I was surprised by the monk jack deer in somebody's front garden the other Saturday, a lovely sight to see. As our life pauses, creation has a rest. See, Sabbath is not just one day in seven. The Bible talks also about one year in seven in the life of ancient Israel. When the land was left fallow, and people trusted God and scavenged from the, grew, the, the food that grew there naturally. Maybe the disciples picking food on the cornfields that the Pharisees objected to is just a living parable of that sense of Sabbath for the land and for the people. It prevents the over-exploitation of both people and planet. And maybe as we look ahead beyond the COVID emergency, and come back to the climate emergency, which is still there. There are things that we need to heed in this moment. Maybe this lockdown, this enforced, this, this slowdown of life and necessity to keep people safe and well, maybe it's not Sabbath, but maybe we can learn something about Sabbath from it. It asks us questions of our lives. So often our well-being is rooted in the patterns and the familiar things that we do week by week. Well maybe we're starting to discover other ways to see our value in our change patterns. Maybe we're discovering something of value beyond the normal things that we do, that we, we rely on. Maybe we're discovering something new about God's value for us. If this time in your life feels like Sabbath to you, well, good. Take time to learn from it. What makes it Sabbath? How might you sustain that fresh flow of God's life that is coming to you when this moment gradually ends and activity begins again? And if this doesn't feel like Sabbath to you, are there Sabbath moments within it that you can grasp and take life from? A walk outdoors, has that become more precious to you? Have you noticed creation a little bit more as you've walked through the streets or the parks or the woodland around Croxley? What have you gained from spending time at home with yourself and your family, shared meals and shared times. Maybe you've rediscovered or started a new activity that has brought you joy and maybe joy to others, such as the creativity we've been sharing together on a Sunday morning and in Connect. Maybe you've been joining in with those pattern of prayer at midday and in the evening that we've been broadcasting and streaming on Facebook. Maybe that's been a new pattern of prayer for you. Stillness in a few moments of your day that's allowed you to connect with God. 
Or, and this is really radical, maybe it's just doing nothing. That's okay. Maybe doing nothing and just thinking, um, becoming aware of what is around you and discovering there are things to give thanks for, things that you might have missed before. You know, when he talks about God resting on the Sabbath day, on that seventh day in creation, I wonder if that's what he did. He just reveled in what he saw before him, the goodness of creation that he had made. See, God made Sabbath. He made us for the Sabbath. And it is given to us as a gift so that we might grow in our relationship with God, with ourselves and others, and with the whole of the world, with the whole of creation, that it may flourish, that all these things might flourish and be well. So let's not ignore it. And let's not treat it as an inconvenience that breaks into our lives. Lockdown may not be Sabbath, but maybe it can help Sabbath become more rooted in us and in our lives.